How's your skin? Yes, your music industry skin. That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. No, I'm not trying to sell you some line of skincare products. What we're going to talk about today is your music industry skin. Are you thin-skinned? We're going to find out in today's episode. It's so good to be here. It's good to have you here. While you're here, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on social media at the Steve Freeman. If you follow me, uh, be sure and send me a DM and let me know that you have so that I can follow you back. I would also love to have you a member of my inner circle, my inner circle of music industry professionals. It's absolutely free to join and you can do so at thestevefreeman.com. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Are you thin-skinned? Well, the answer is probably yes, and that's okay. Before you get in there and jump in and say, get all defensive and say, Steve, no, 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 I've got thin skin. Well, if you just did that, then you proved you don't have thick skin, but that's okay. It's not a negative thing. Most people have pretty thin skin, but the music business is a different beast. And even if you have thin skin, You've got to learn to put on a great poker face and not show it. Let me say this. If you are thin-skinned, you've got to be able to act, sing, or play, or produce, or whatever it is that you're going to do. You've got to be able to really do it well in this line of work. Look, and I'm not being negative. I'm just being real. The fact of the matter is, is this business is full of assholes. I mean, opinions. I'm sorry, opinions. Now, whether you share a song or music or an idea with someone, anyone really, there's always going to be more people than not those that say, well, no thanks, or it's not what we're looking for, it's not for us, or some people just come right out and say, that sucks. And does that suck? Yes, that sucks. But I'm sure that a lot of you have been doing this long enough, or even if you've just gotten in the business, you've, you've seen this happen already. I it was explaining to somebody one time, they asked me, I, I think I was doing an interview for a magazine, and I think my answer shocked them. But the, the question they asked me was, you know, what's it like to really be in the, in the real music industry? I mean, can you describe it? What's it like? And here's the way that I described it. I said, it's like getting up every morning, getting straight out of bed, walking over your to walking over to your significant other and asking them to kick you square in the nuts. That's the music business. And then you go on with the rest of your day. Look, I know that sounds extreme, but that is the case. Even somebody like myself who has been fortunate enough to achieve some of the the highest heights of this business, I can promise you that I get kicked in the nuts daily. It, It just happens. Very few and far between are the people that just hear yes all the time. 
And the people that do hear yes all the time have generally what I found, especially here in Nashville, they're all a part of a clique. Yes, it's no different than high school. There are the cool kids. There are the nerds. There are the potheads in the smoker section. There's cliques. It's just the way that it is. And you can spend a lot of time trying to get out of your clique and go sit at the cool kids table. Or you can just be comfortable with where you are and what it is that you do. And you work on it hard enough to where you do it better than anybody else. That's what I would recommend that you do. Trust me. I, for years and years and years, wanted nothing more than a seat at the cool kids table. Well, I got my seat at the cool kids table and then I realized I didn't like the cool kids very much. I don't know what other click it was that I fit in when I was trying to get to the, the cool kids seat and, and be with the popular kids. But I wish that I had never really tried to get a seat at that table. But I will say this, it took getting a seat at that table to make me realize that that's not where I fit in. And I think that's an important part that some of us may need to realize that regardless of what we want, maybe where we are is exactly where we're supposed to be. Maybe the best opportunities that are going to come our way are going to come from being the nerd, are going to come from being the geek, or, or for me, I was always in the smoker section, so I was probably, you know, one of the smoker kids. Maybe that's exactly where we're supposed to be, and maybe the opportunity that will present itself will come from us doing just that, just being exactly who we're supposed to be. Now, that takes having a thick skin. One thing I've noticed is the kids at the cool table, they also have thin skin. It's not because that they've mastered the art of not caring what people think or caring what people say. Most of the time, those people got in that clique, they get a seat at that table because they all went to Belmont together. They all graduated together. And they, it was kind of like a, a spider web, right? Of their little clique, they all went to school together. They all hung out together. Three of them wanted to be songwriters. Uh, two of them wanted to be artists. And five of them wanted to be A&R executives at publishing companies or at record labels. Well, when they all got where they were going, they all helped each other out. That's all it really takes to get a seat at the Cool Kids Club. And in all honesty, if you weren't a part of that clique from the beginning, breaking into it and getting into it is very, very difficult. The way that I got into it was I managed to somehow fuck up and, and get in the club by doing things that other people wanted to be associated with. That's just the truth. I was never a part of that clique. I didn't go to Belmont. I didn't have a circle of, of friends that, that harder and harder and harder. And that hard work started paying off. And then people that already had a seat at the cool kids table invited me to come have a seat at the cool kids table because they wanted some of my food. I had, I had some food they didn't have. They wanted my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and cookie that mom packed for me. But like I said, not long after getting there, I realized that I didn't really like those people very much. And I'd like to go back over to, to be one of the smoker kids. And that's okay. I will be honest with you. I probably, most of you outwardly think that I have a pretty thick skin. And I will say that over 30 years in the music business, 
has given me probably a few more layers of skin than you might have, but I have just as thin a skin as you do. I don't accept criticism. Um, I, I really, in all honesty, um, I don't like people talking about what I, I don't like people critiquing what I do because I really and honestly don't care what people think now, but it's taken a long time to get there. But that being said, I still like positive things being said about the work that I do. I still like and enjoy the praise that comes along when somebody says something great about a song that I've written, or even more lately, uh, the feedback that I get from you guys about this podcast. It's the same thing. I get, trust me, anytime you do anything on YouTube, there are plenty of people out there that are going to help you develop a thick skin. But in the music business in particular, there are no shortage of people who want to tell you no. I have said it many times on many occasions that I'm pretty sure at Belmont, there is a four-year degree in the art of being able to say no. It's just the way that it is. And one of the things that you also have to learn to deal with is that most people in the industry, they have mastered the fuck you email or text message or the smile on their face, and they can do it in a way that makes you feel okay, makes you feel like life's going to go on and you just got to try harder. Trust me, I know it. And there's a key phrase in this industry. If you want to know if you're being blown off, there's one key phrase that people in this industry use. If you send an email out to somebody or you make a phone call and they use this phrase, you know you are getting the music business brush off. And I hate this phrase more than anything. My guy, I hate that phrase too. I hate when people go, hey, oh, my guy. I hate that. Gary V. I think, started that. I, I hate it. But even more than that, I hate this music business brush off phrase, and that is, thanks for reaching out. If you, if you ever see thanks for reaching out, you'll know that you're getting the brush off. I can also admit that I've been guilty of using that phrase of which I hate so much and I'm, I'm trying to stop it, but I almost have done it at times when people are emailing me wanting something that are inside the industry and I, I start my reply back to them with that just for that very reason because they know that I'm brushing them off and I want them to know that I'm brushing them off. So if you hear, thanks for reaching out, nothing after that is going to be pleasant or it's going to be letting you down very softly. But that's just the way that it is. Here's what you've got to decide. At the end of every day, no matter what people say, no matter what people think, no matter what advice people give or feedback that they give you, you need to realize that it is just an opinion. And what's the old saying? Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Just because somebody has a negative opinion or an unfavorable opinion, about you, about what it is that you're doing. It's just their opinion. It, it's not fact. Just because somebody says this song's not for, thanks for reaching out, but this is not for us. It doesn't mean that it's not good. Doesn't mean that it's not great. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work later down the line or that it's going to work somewhere else. 
I can't tell you the number of times that I have been involved in situations where record labels will say, our, our publishing company will pitch songs and they say, no, 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 it's not for us. It's not right. It's not right. And then it comes back around and that song gets cut again by that same artist. It, it just happens. It all depends on the person that you are immediately talking to. And that's one of my big problems that I have with the industry overall is that a lot of the publishing companies and a lot of the record labels are putting people in these middle man, middle woman positions that don't really have the authority to do anything, but yet they are being put in a position of being the gatekeeper for people like you and me that are trying to accomplish things. I always love it when you would submit a song to a, an artist or a record label and you go through the proper channel and you get an email back from the intern that says, this is just not what we're looking for right now, but thanks for reaching out. Well, the intern has no idea what the producer wants for that album, what kind of songs the artist is looking for. They have no idea. They have been instructed for four years at Belmont to say no right away. Their bosses, their jobs depend on saying no because there is absolutely no risk taking at all in saying no and turning something down. There's only a risk factor when you say yes. And when somebody says yes in this business, they are betting their job on it. It's just the way that it is. So again, do you have thick skin? Do you have thin skin? Everybody that says they have thick skin is lying. Now, there are varying degrees of it. You may not be affected as much by what people say or think, but you are still affected by it. The reason I know this is because we're all creatives. And by nature, creatives, we wear our feelings and our heart on our sleeves. The only reason that we are doing what we do and we create things so that we get the fulfillment of somebody else telling us how great it is. We don't do this for any other reason. Trust me, you can go all the way back to high school. The only reason you started playing piano or playing guitar was because you wanted somebody else to hear it. Otherwise, what you do would just stay for you. You would make music for you. You would make records for you. You would produce records for yourself. But you're not. You're making records, making music, building your business for other people. And in order to do that, you're going to have to realize and be able to put yourself in a situation and understand that you are going to hear no a thousand times before you hear yes. And even sometimes in this business, when you hear yes, it's just a temporary thing and the no comes a little bit later. It shouldn't keep you from trying. It shouldn't become a part of your identity whenever you get feedback from these people or you hear a no or you get the music business brush off of thanks for reaching out. That shouldn't become a part of who you are because it's not. It is simply one person's opinion. I don't really care how tough you are or how tough you think you are. Understanding and being tolerant of others' negativity 
is going to have to become a part of your daily routine. Remember, it is just an opinion. We're all thin-skinned. We all let things affect us. I still, to this day, and trust me, like I said, if you ever want to, to help your, your skincare regiment for the music industry, put something up on YouTube. Trust me, there are thousands of people waiting to tell you exactly how horrible you are. But the one thing that I realized a long time ago is this, and, and listen to this and, and, and apply it. It's just a rule of the way that things are in business and in life, particularly. Negativity will always spread faster than positivity. There, people almost they look for an opportunity to be negative. And why is that? It's because they're unhappy themselves. We have a, a huge shortage in the world today in humanity with wanting to lift other people up. In this social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, look at me, 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 me world that we live in, we don't often take the opportunities that we should to lift someone else up because it's all about me. We are so scared that if we lift somebody else up, we're, we might lift them above us and they're going to get some of that those rays of sunshine and that warmth that we so badly crave and that we so badly need. If you want to help make this industry better, lift other people up. Be a positive force that you wish you had. Be that for somebody else. I've said this in many podcasts in the past. I'm going to say it again. Everybody talks about the business need to, needs to change. The industry needs to change. Well, we are the industry. If we don't start to change, the industry itself will never change. People are so quick to be negative. It's, it's just the way that it is. I wish that it wasn't. But people see things you post on social media, they hear songs, and we all immediately, the first thing we think of is these people pose some sort of threat to us, or they are our competition. We're at war. So what do we do? We attack. Instead of making peace, instead of lifting up, we attack. It's just the nature of how things are. How you handle those attacks is going to make the difference in your success and your failure. It doesn't mean that you have to have thick skin. You can have thin skin. You just have to know how to compartmentalize the negative feedback that you are going to get and prepare yourself from the beginning. Know that every time you write a song and put it out, there are more people that are going to say they don't like it than people that do. It's just the way that it is. You can't please everybody. The reason you can't please everybody is because everybody doesn't want to be pleased. Again, the industry will only change when we change. And we can start that change by lifting one another up, by shining a light on someone and something other than ourselves. 
Now, I will say you need to be very careful when you do this, you become a magnet for negativity. There is nothing more negative people and hateful people in the world hate more than you is you being positive about somebody else. People will come out of the woodwork to say negative things. They, they don't know you from Adam, but they will take five minutes out of their day to leave a comment a negative comment on YouTube, a negative comment on social media, or talk bad about you behind their back because it, they are willing to exert 110% more physical activity and time to be negative than they are to just be positive. Or in some cases, a version of being positive is just being quiet, just not saying a thing. Remember what our parents used to tell us? If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. That goes both ways, you know. Sometimes you don't have something positive to say or you can't be encouraging. Then just don't say anything. There are times when you absolutely hate what you've heard or, or you, you, you just don't like it at all. Well, just don't say anything. Because it also, the other side of this, does nobody any good when we promote false positivity. When we don't like something, but we want to appear that we're being that, that rock for people and that positive force that we manufacture positivity. That doesn't do anybody any good either. God, you can watch The Voice or American Idol or any one of these stupid singing competition shows and see that. There's the people that try out for that show that absolutely suck. They have no business being there, but they've been surrounded their whole lives by people telling them that they're great, they're good, their songs are good, that they have a great voice, false positivity. We don't need that either. I think a lot of times in this business, it just comes down to being real. Hearing negative things, Hearing no a lot more often than you will ever hear yes is just a fact of the matter. That's just being real, no matter how good you are. Remember this, Garth Brooks, Keith Urban, Tim McGraw, Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, they were all turned down by multiple record labels before they got their record deal. Garth Brooks was passed on by every single record label at least twice before he got his record deal. So no is something you're just going to hear. It doesn't mean you're bad. doesn't mean your songs are bad. doesn't mean your personality's bad. doesn't mean you're ugly. Although, well, I better not say anything. But it, you're just going to have to understand you're going to hear no. Every once in a while, you'll hear yes. And as you grow in your career in the music business, you will learn how to string more yeses together. But even when you start hearing yes, that's a short-lived trip. Every time you hear yes, there's a no around the corner. But on the other side of that coin, every time you hear no, it puts you just that much closer to a yes. Take care of your music industry skin. Be prepared. Be ready. Every no is a road to a yes, and every yes is a road 
to a no. You're going to hear it all, so be prepared for it all. Guys, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on social media at the Steve Freeman, and be sure, join my inner circle. It's an inner circle for music industry professionals. Some big news is coming in the coming days. And those of you that are members of my inner circle will know first. And plus, you're going to get a bunch of cool stuff. So be sure and do that. Sign up. It's absolutely free at thestevefreeman.com. Guys, until next time, say it with me. Keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman.